let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into this study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your mercy to us. We want to thank you for your love, your watch care, and your protection. We pray, Lord, that you will grant unto us your Holy Spirit, give us wisdom and understanding, and help us that as we look at your word here, that we will be able to glean the messages that you have stored up here for us. These and other mercies we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's title, today's study title, is All the Grace We Need. All the Grace We Need. Our verse for today is found in 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8. And the Apostle Paul says the following, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. This is really, uh, I want to say, an interesting promise. It is quite profound. The Apostle Paul is responsible for a few of the other profound statements. He likes to say things like exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Given that the apostles are not really into exaggeration or hyperbole, we should take this passage to mean exactly what it says. Here, in this second epistle to the Corinthians, Paul was discussing the idea of collecting offering for God's church, God's ministers, for the needs of the church. And in the middle of that passage, Right, Verses 6 and 7 of 2 Corinthians 9 say, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Right at the end of that, He says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, 
always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. What's nice about this promise, it's really a reassurance if we think about it, right? So one of the ways to look at this, it's a reassurance. He's been telling them about sacrificial giving and giving in love, giving cheerfully. So he's been talking to the Corinthian believers about giving, and he's saying, don't think that your giving is going to put you in a bad place, right? If you give sparingly, if if you give grudgingly, right, if you hoard, then your blessings will be small. But if you give bountifully, right, and, and bountifully is more from the perspective of percentage than raw numbers, right? Because again, all of this giving is based on what we have. Not everyone can afford to give $1,000 or even $100. Not everybody has $100 to give $100. So giving always has to be based on what we have received. Okay? You can't give more than you've gotten. Um, But what might be generous for someone with little is not likely to be considered generous for someone who has much and only gives a little. So on the back of speaking about how we need to be in terms of uh, giving, how God views giving, Paul emphasizes that we will not be at a loss when we give. Not just from a financial standpoint. This is not strictly a financial conversation. He says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. God is able, and he's able to do a lot more than we think, a lot more than we ask. He is able to give us all grace. And he's able to give us all sufficiency in all things so that we can abound to every good work. Very powerful passage. We need to trust God more. We need to rely on him more. We need to be willing to give generously, not just finances. Finances are important. There are many things that can be done and should be done through financial contributions. But this is not just about finances. Certainly this response isn't just about finances. The comfort that the Apostle Paul is looking to give to the believers is not primarily centered in money. We need grace for a lot of things. We need grace to overcome our sinful tendencies. We need grace to deal with the challenges of the day. We need grace to be able to do the work that we've been put here to do, both from a religious and a secular perspective. 
We need grace to live in accordance with God's will. We need grace that we may operate as children of the King. So we need to remember when we're called to act, called to move, called to give, we need to remember that the God who is calling us to these things has the ability, is able to make all grace abound toward us. That we always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. God is the owner of all. He is an infinite God with infinite resources. And he can give each one of us, every one of us, all sufficiency in all things. There's nothing that's too hard for him. There's no job that's too big for him. There's no challenge that's too big for him. There are no problems that we have that he cannot solve. Let's endeavor, by God's grace, that we will be open to receiving all of what God desires to give us. Let us set aside all of the things that overwhelm us, that challenge us, that distract us, that discourage us, that deceive us. And let's move forward by the grace of God, which he is willing and able to bestow. Help us not to let yesterday's failures be today's failures. Help us not to let today's failures be tomorrow's failures. Help us not to allow discouragement to turn into despondency. Help us not to let challenges blossom into unbelief. It's important for us to recognize that we serve a God who understands every situation, has all resources, and desires to help us. And yes, it is important to remind us that he does not always choose to help us in exactly the way we think we need to be helped. He answers lots of prayers. And he answers many prayers in the way that they're asked for the most part. Okay? But sometimes he does not answer at the time that we think or desire that he would, and not exactly in the manner that he, that we thought it should be answered. We still have to trust him. We still have to have faith. We still have to remember that he is able to make all grace abound towards us in this circumstance. It's important for us to consider how awesome God is 
it's important for us to consider that heaven is waiting for us to reach out by faith and accept what God is waiting to bestow. God is able. We have to be willing and we need to exercise faith. A lot of times the question comes up, if God already knows what we need to do, what we need to receive, why doesn't he just do it? Because we need to know, we need to appreciate it. We need to desire it. We need to ask God to give us a heart to desire and request the things that he desires to give us. Because without that, without that, we will become, almost certainly, we will become cavalier in our attitudes. We will become entitled in our dispositions. We will act as though we're supposed to receive what we receive from God and not um, and we won't behave in a way that shows us to be grateful for all of what God is doing for us. By faith, we need to move in accordance with the will of God. By faith, we need to lay hold on this promise that God is able and willing to make all grace abound towards us. All grace to give us all sufficiency in all things that we may abound every good work. Let us not fall short of what God is willing to do for us because of unbelief, because of uh, slothfulness, because of distraction. Let us look up because our redemption draweth nigh. Second Corinthians 9.8 in the King James Version says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Let's not be afraid to go where and when God calls us, because he can provide everything that we need. He's not just able, he's willing. This verse emphasizes his ability but we have other passages that emphasize his desire. My prayer is that we will want God's grace the way that he wishes to bestow it upon us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your mercy and your goodness to us. Lord, we pray for the forgiveness of sins. We ask you to help us to accept this promise and to move in faith to receive this promise and to use it to abound unto every good work, whatever 
work you have called us to do. Please bless us, we pray, and may those who hear this be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can email us at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. Don't forget to check out the full description of this episode at BibleStudy.ASBZone.com to ensure that you can access the linked resources and any related podcast episodes. This podcast is available on all the major platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Please remember us in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word. Thank you.